apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y and J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny And every time the tears, I just, it just like my, I, it's like my whole body is just like hard. When I hear rock that hard. Yeah. Like rock hard. It's um, like when Whitney Houston sang the national anthem. Yeah. That's yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Eli Braden though. That's Eli Braden. It's like if, if Whitney Houston, it's a combination of it, Whitney Houston and, and Roseanne Barr sang the national anthem together. <laughs> right. Like, creating hey welcome doing it nation welcome we have i'm so excited today Danny. oh my god i can't i just can't hide it are you about to lose control i think i like it let's go we didn't even plan that no rehearsal oh that's that's from a deep improv training that we have kids <laughs> one more time at improv olympics okay now you go jenny you, you take it. i'm 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 so thrilled I'm, I'm i'm meeting our guest for the first time i know he's like your old Buddy. Wait, you've never met our next guest. I have never met. We've never oh, met. I, have I haven't. You haven't. Well, I know. That. I know. Okay, but our next guest, let me just say, I know known for being the kid from Jerry Maguire. I'm sure that that's not the first time you've heard of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, he has, I think, 1% body fat. That's what I really more want to talk about. <laughs> he is a Mixed martial arts trained fighter. It's Jonathan Lipnicki, everyone. everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank oh you. My God, I haven't are... seen you since we did uh, the baby talk. Yeah, that was that was that's a while ago. Yeah, it's that's been pretty a while. crazy. Yeah, that what, was, what was the baby Levy. talk. Uh, you know, Dan, not Dan Levy, Dan Levy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he had this really. It was such a funny like. I don't know if it's like a web series or whatever, but he would have like three comics on stage and then bring a child actor. And we would just like, like I, and I, when I did it, it was me, Bo Burnham and wow. Justin Willman, I think who was like a magician yeah. kind of comedy. Yeah, guy. I know him. I met with him. Yeah. yeah. And Jonathan surprised everyone and came down a twirly slide. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost got stuck on that. You know, I was a little too, I was a little too wide for a child slide. Right. <laughs> and uh, I had to really push myself to get the last, you know, the last to actually get down to the ground. Um, but it was, uh, it was a fun experience. Uh, love Dan, love all those people. They're awesome. So it was, you know, it was fun. It was good company to yeah. be in. But that, that was, was a, a, what, 2015 <sighs> or 16, was it maybe? Yeah, something like it. it's, Jeez. it's been yeah. a minute for sure. Some stuff has happened. The world is, the world has changed slightly. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just yeah. What year? Now that I'm thinking about it, because I, this I, this will probably like just shock anybody my age. But like, what year was Jerry Maguire? Twenty five years ago. We're hitting the twenty fifth anniversary in December. Oh wow! God. Yeah. And how old were you when when you shot that? I was, I think, five, oh, and I turned six right after. So, because I'm thirty one now. Um, just had my birthday um but it uh you know it's crazy it's like I remember still little things but they're not things you would think I would remember like the smell of a costume or like 
remember wearing something or like one thing one person said but it's like the more it goes on the you know the years the more i rely on more like my parents memory of it you know it's crazy so you remember, I was like the your... bourbon smell on tom cruise's breath <laughs> like, <laughs> no no not at all i was your age basically today when that movie came out i mean like two years old than you are now that's oh man time yeah. sucks Time is just a terrible thing. I think we've had like, uh, you know, we had um, uh, Michael Fishman on. We've had a couple mm. of former child stars on before. And you guys are really like, you know, I'm a little annoyed at you because I had this certain image of like, I want, if I'm interview, I thought many years ago, if I'm going to interview a child star, that it would be, you know, you'd be in jail and this would be your one phone call. <laughs> so the fact that you, you guys are really like putting that, 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 you, you, you know, you, you really changed the game on my expectations of what happens to child stars. Cause look at you, man. You're like, all oh, you're a fucking fighter. You're beautiful. Oh, right? stop you're comfortable. It, stop I mean, it. tell me more. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that it, it's hard because there is that trap, but definitely um, my, my own anxiety played a part in me not being too much of a grew up, you know, because I was always hearing how other people were a train wreck and how to not be like them. And I was like, I can't be like these other people. And it's sad because that was instilled at such a young age. And that's still something that I deal with is like letting myself not be like perfect because I'm far from it as everybody is. Sure. Sure. And we had like, uh, when we had Jerry O'Connell on, for example, yes, another one. Danny was just mad at him for being all tall and successful and not a train wreck. Yeah, I yeah he's, really... he's a good looking dude, you know. He, no, he I know. Right. I know. I, I, hey, you know, he, he was not supposed to turn out good looking. No, exactly. <laughs> but he did but it. He did it. I feel like with like with you, with Jerry and your Michael Fishman, was this something with your parents that helped instill something in you that you didn't take the bad path? Because I'm so Yeah, you know what? I, I Kids are kids are innocent. You know, kids are innocent. I think it's so much up to the parents. My parents are, are pretty normal. And they, after every project I did, they asked me if I still wanted to be acting and if I was still happy. And there were times that I turned down parts because it was Little League baseball season. There, you know, and I really did have the best of both worlds. And I have to give, and I went to public school. You know, most of my friends growing up uh, were not actors, were not other kid actors. A lot of times, like, you know, you want to throw the football and they're like, what auditions are you going in for? And you're like, I don't want to talk about that. I want to throw a football. So, you yeah. know, I, I thought that a lot of them were kind of weird. So I, uh, you know, hung out with my friends from, you know, I grew up in Westlake Village. And so pretty normal suburban yeah. upbringing. Yeah, having having talked to, uh, he, because he directed a lot of Modern Families and, you know, we became close, but Fred Savage was also like, mm -hmm. as much as possible, he said he, like the public school aspect of it and not being, you know, being with other kids made a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Michael Fishman said that too. Like he said he went to public school and like, long beach or something yeah like, it's, it's it's important i think it really is it's like so much up to the parents my parents didn't want to be famous themselves they didn't want to they wanted to let me pursue something that i showed interest and in, something i gravitated towards and at five and, did you do that at five years old were you showing performer interest because i mean i'm just thinking about my own kids they're, they're, mm -hmm. you know one of them i felt like oh she might have the bug but like did they see something in you at that age that was like oh this kid likes to perform well, actually, it was because my sister was taking an acting class in Agora Hills, uh, and my sister was taking it with a friend. They no longer went to the same school district, 
so they were taking a class together and um, I was just going to pick up my sister every day. And I think you kind of want to do what your older sibling does. So I thought she'd go into this room, she'd have a great time. And I thought, um, you know, I want to try this. And I was too young for the class, but my mom's uh, friend had uh, talked to the teacher about me, uh, unbeknownst to my mom. And oh, said, wow. this kid has a lot of charisma. You should take him in early. So I, I did some classes and we practiced auditions. And I was like, I want to do this for real. I want to really audition. And my parents were like, you know, it's a huge um, time thing and, and you really have to commit to it. And I pushed and I pushed and I, I had like two commercials I booked. And uh -huh. then um, I auditioned for this movie, Jerry Maguire. And um, another kid got it and they shot two weeks with him. And they, oh, uh, they, they, they got me in the replacement. So. Oh, man. What oh, did I didn't do? know that there was a yeah. two weeks of shooting. What did you do to that kid? Yeah. How did you sabotage uh, you him? Know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he just wasn't happy being there. And um, for me, I, I didn't know what that feeling was being on set. Um, and now because I've been in love, I can tell you it's the same thing as falling in love for yeah. me, you know, and I, I still get that to this day. You know, I just shot a movie last month and leaving set, I was like, this is so fucking cool. I get to do this for a living. And I yeah. love it more than ever now. And I don't care. I've been through the, the thinnest of times. I've been through the thickest of times as an actor. And I'm going to do this forever. I don't care. Yeah, good for you. That's exciting. And it's exciting to have yeah. that sort of like, yeah, no, it's like, it's, I, I, I always view it as a gift. I've never wanted to do anything that, other than what I'm doing. And it's like, and exactly. like, I've gotten to do it for as long as I have is like, even when I'm like super depressed, I'm like, it's like, okay, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's been pretty good. <laughs> so I, you know, I'd say, I think in a way it's the greatest gift. Now, for you, you you just turned thirty one. Yes. Yeah. Happy birthday, belated Happy birthday. birthday! Thank you so much. October twenty second. Yeah, you just had it. you just had your birthday. Now, because of being known for something that's such an iconic role, like like a scale of one to ten, like how irritating is it? Ten being the most irritating that people constantly say some like the human head weighs eight. Like that must happen to you obsessively. You know, it gets mentioned at least once a day, every day for the last, you know, 25 years. And it's one of those things where you, yeah, yeah, where you, I don't know what it's like not to have that, yeah. you know, every day. And so you either can look at it one of two ways. I think during my teen years, I was like, oh man, like I want to be remembered for something else. But I think you can either be bitter about it or you can accept it and find a path to continue doing this if it's what you love. And that's what I chose to do. I have a kind of an emotional disconnect from it a lot. But then again, I won't put myself in a position where I have to mentally put myself there again. So like, That's there's good. a lot of stuff coming up for the 25th anniversary of Jerry Maguire and I'm just turning it down left and right. Yeah. I'm grateful for it. I did the 20th anniversary. I'm super grateful for it. But yeah. unless it's a huge cast reunion, I'm not doing it because you know what? I'm, I'm 31 years old. I've done 30 movies since then. Yeah. Some are great, yeah. some are awful. Yeah, you know, um, but I just, you know, at a certain point, I'm a grown man. I'm not a kid anymore. I, um, I accept it and I'm so grateful for it, but I'm so concentrated on the present and how to build my future that I, you know, it's kind of the last thing on my mind. Do, do you think that's why a lot of kids rebel, like, and go down a bad path because they hate being stuck is known for this, that one thing like you, cause I feel like 
you can take, you know, there's just like this fork in the road where you can go, yeah. oh, I'm going to, you know, start a punk rock band and I'm going to, you know, do cocaine yeah. on this girl's titties on TMZ Live or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a spectrum, like all things in life. Like there's, you know what, I've made so many mistakes. I, uh, I've done a lot of, a lot of, you know, um, things that aren't like role model-esque, you know, we all do. And I happen to be kind of on the... <laughs> I did perfect. I kind of... I, well, you know, that's... That, you're the only person I've met like that, so... Oh, trust me. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> you, the, I, the, this septum didn't disappear on its own. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's more than a fork. I think it's a spectrum. And, and like, I'm kind of maybe on the lighter side of that. But like, my issues weren't really substance related. You know, my issues yeah. are mental health related. I've gone through some pretty gnarly stuff with that, like many other people. Sure. And I think that if you love something, I think that's what keeps you more on the straight and narrow. Like I never wanted to do anything else. People tried to convince me to do something else when it's been really painful for me, when I didn't book work for five years. And I was like, no, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I was put on this earth to do. And I'm going to figure it out. So I started going to acting classes. I started doing theater. I started doing every, you know, thing I could, I could possibly do. And, you know, um, I went from not working at all to working pretty consistently. And now my next goal is to be working on something I really love. Yeah. That's amazing. And how did you get into the, I want to know about like, how did you, you got into mixed martial arts and how you got into. Can I ask one like, more question before we get to that? I'm yeah. just curious because this has always occurred to me. I think I, I, I asked Michael Fishman this too early mm-hmm. on because he was very young when Roseanne started. And I mean, five, I, I was trying to think like, what do I remember from my own life at five? And yeah. there is so little, like you said, it's just, yeah. You, is there any of that experience? I mean, I guess because it's committed to celluloid, it, it sort of at least imprints in Do you remember the experience? Um, things will trigger it. Like if I ever see any clips, you know, um, it will all be like, oh, I remember that. Like I remember the Phoenix Suns t-shirt that I bought when I was screen testing for Jerry Maguire because I had to go to Arizona and they're oh. shooting the football stuff out there. And I remember the, the Phoenix Suns t-shirt I was wearing when I met him. Because I was like so excited to go on a plane and go somewhere different. I went to Arizona. Yeah. My dad bought me this like Phoenix Sun shirt. And I remember Aww. that shirt. That's and, wild. And I remember being in Tom's trailer. And I remember meeting him and being like, wow, Maverick. Yeah. You know, That's so cool. funny. <laughs> Wait, you yeah. had seen Top Gun when you were five? <laughs> that was the only Tom Cruise movie I had seen. And it was all I needed to see to yeah. want to hang out with this guy. I must, have, I must have annoyed the shit out of him about Top Gun. Because on right. set I would be like singing you know goodness gracious great balls of fire <laughs> and like i'd be annoyed i'm sure at some point it, unless he thought it was cute yeah I, maybe i was overbearing but i like i wore my like top gun flight jacket to the premiere <laughs> jerry Maguire. like i was all in on top gun it was the greatest yeah. thing that this, had ever happened to me in five years of life this would have been so, a better you know. story this would have been our story if it was cocktail i just yeah. want to say <laughs> <laughs> but still a pretty goddamn good story yeah <laughs> But yeah, it's hard. You don't remember like, you know, bits and pieces. Like I'll remember things that stick out, um, you know, uh, good and, and some bad, but, but it's like, you know what, it was all, it's all just an overall feeling I have towards it, you know? And it's like, I, I, I have the fond memories and the warm memories and I just don't have any resentment. That part of it is like emotionally disconnected where it's like, I'm grateful. Cool. I did that, but yeah. this is who I am, you know, now. And I'm not mad about like, Hey, like pay attention to me now. I'm just going to, I'm going to do the thing one foot, you know, one foot in front of the other and continue to get better at what I do until, you know, it's, it's undeniable. That's amazing. Okay. Now, 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 now I want to hear about, cause it's, it's, this is even more 
Yeah. I also have to add that I must have some weird memory. I have so many memories of myself at five. <laughs> like, really? I don't remember everything. Like, I don't know why. I have, like, a weird... That's uh, crazy. I know. I do. I have, like, a very strange memory, like, that I can... I hear something and I'll fully... I remember phone numbers. I don't know. There's probably something. Like, like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't so know. Long. It's just weird. Like, every... Yeah. I, 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 I clock everything. It's like I take a picture or something mentally. Oh, wow. I don't know. Cool. Okay, Mary Lou Henner. Let's keep going. No, I, yeah, I was going to say like probably something worse, but yeah, I, I'm sure you were going to say something worse. You know, I was going to say something. I know worse. you do. Um, okay. okay. But I'm very fascinated by this because like John, we have a mutual friend, Eddie, who has yeah. Lobos and he was my boxing guy. And I am so fascinated that I, and I had recently read this story, you know, there was all this in the news where Jewish people were getting attacked, like you know going to synagogue like and yeah. you and a group of people began waiting and escorting them into and escorting them out that is that was one of the sweetest things i've ever read like wow oh, oh, thank story. You. yeah did, oh did i not send you that danny i thought i did no yeah is i mean like when all this was happening you know like people were being attacked yeah, and I remember how, how many people jonathan like please tell me like uh, we actually have like a hundred in our group like as far as we're all in a chat together um you know people came out of the woodwork who just saw something that was going on and wasn't getting any attention um you know my friend do you know remy franklin yes i do know yeah so remy remy was you know we were doing shabbat dinners anyway and remy hit me up and was like i'm thinking about doing this thing and i'm like let's do it and so like Remy and Eddie and a lot of people involved in martial arts, both Jewish and not Jewish, saw yeah. that there were these attacks happening. If it weren't for Twitter, we wouldn't really know about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it wasn't being covered a crazy amount and it was being glossed over. So we decided to make sure people got home into the synagogue safely. And um, it, sometimes in life, you, you get presented these opportunities where you can just do something that's the right thing if you just put some effort in and I think that uh you know you got to take those yeah yeah I, I read that I was like that is the most wonderful thing and and then I, I text Eddie and I'm like did you hear about this and he's like I'm a part of that <laughs> yeah was, yeah yeah was your name in the headline I'm like that is just absolutely fantastic but how did you get in like when did you far like you first yeah. started training and wanting to do like fighting and uh right right around Jerry Maguire honestly I uh I tried like a <laughs> It's, it's, it's pretty sporadic. So I tried like a regular karate class in Westlake Village and the studio closed down. And one of the instructors there was like, I um, am gonna go on my own and teach people. I'm doing this thing called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and this other thing called uh, like boxing and also Muay Thai, uh, Muay Thai boxing, mm -hmm. uh, kickboxing. And um, he, it was, he, I'm combining it together. It's called NHB, No Holds Barred, which yeah. ended up being mixed martial arts. And he fought in the Pride organization in Japan. And he happened to live like a block away from me. My mom started training with him. And uh, my mom actually has cauliflower here, which is pretty cool. Stop uh, it. UFC my, here? Yeah. Yeah. So really? my mom's is worse than mine because I got my, my left one, I got fixed. So oh, wow. Sometimes it hurts with the ear pods, actually, because it, clo it closed a little in there. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, so I started that young and did it for a little while and then I went and I did like normal childhood sports throughout high school and in junior year of high school I decided that I really wanted to get back into it some of my friends were doing it um and I realized I, I kind of took to Brazilian jiu-jitsu pretty naturally and so I 
just decided to focus on that. And I've been doing it since I was like 15 and a half, 16 years old. Um, and I got my black belt right before COVID. And uh, that was a huge goal of mine. And it's made me a better person because um, there's always someone who could beat the shit out of you. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it humbles you real quick. It's that you can't lie on the mats. You know, you can't lie there. You, you, um, it's, it's the truth. You know, Ed O'Neill, and, um, Ed O'Neill, Ed O'Neill, Ed O'Neill from our show um, was very involved with the, bro- who are the brothers in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? The Gracie's. Yeah. Right? So he was yeah. like, he used to talk about yeah. them all the time because I think he, I think Ed got his black belt in that. He as has well. a black belt. He yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, He's like really? the most probably famous celebrity black belt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, how O'Neil- is that not like a more known thing? I've never heard of that. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a actually, beast. He's an yeah. athlete. Yeah, he is. He has a black belt. No, he he got yeah. cut from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, he was like the guy was a real athlete. No, I knew that. Yeah. I had no idea I had a black belt though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, we actually did something on on a Modern Family once where he got somebody in a hold and he just was like sleep. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, I forgot the episode, but yeah, no, that's a, found wow. yourself in situations where you've actually had to fight like outside of. Like, no, play. good. No, I haven't. Good. Are you lying? <laughs> I, yeah, never. never, never <laughs> ever. Um, I feel like you're going. Maybe. I, mean, I, I feel like nothing too exciting, nothing worth writing home about. Okay, so. good. Okay, so yeah. clearly, for those who can't see Jonathan's face, he killed a guy. I just want to play yeah. me next there right now. No, he didn't. He's holding a sign up that's like, don't incriminate me. Stop yeah, asking. exactly. So, yeah. Who's that lawyer right behind you? What's he yeah. saying to you? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that, yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, I am I am just like, I don't know what that gene is that people have that like think like, I'm going to go get my ass kicked. Like, you know, do a sport where I will get punched or knocked out. Yeah, I have a. No, I, what I was so what I was telling Jonathan, like, so our mutual friend Eddie, who was like my my boxing trainer guy, but I meant he came at me with pads on his hands and told me combinations, and I hit those pads. If he hit me in the face, I would be so upset with him. <laughs> like he would always be like, "Hey, do you want to spar someone?" I'm like, "Do you know how like upset I would be if somebody hit me?" Like I'm not that mad at people either. I don't want to. I just want to protect myself. Like that's. Like, I don't want to spar anyone in the ring. Like, I would feel so bad if I hurt someone or somebody hurt me. I agree. Did we? Oh, you back? Hold on. Oh, yeah, no, we saw. Okay, there you are. I saw you freeze there for a second, but. uh, Oh, I did? No, not you. Um, But it was Jonathan. But what the good thing for podcast purposes is you were talking at that point, Jenny. Uh-huh. So, um, so we didn't, and Jonathan was just frozen during that period of time. Yeah. So we'll seem really, this is a really, I want to leave all this in because this yeah. is a little <laughs> behind the scenes, how the sausage gets made. Um, <laughs> but actually, since you froze, <laughs> this is a perfect time for us to take a little break from one of our sponsors. Doing it nation, basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events. 
bet NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Holy moly. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50. That is CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. And we're back. Oh my God. That was amazing. That was absolutely. Can you believe it, Danny? Can you believe it? I, I cannot. Believe it. I cannot believe it. Um, have you figured out a way to, and maybe you have, um, combine your love of um, of MMA yeah. uh, with a with a project that suits that as well? Yeah. Like a, an action. You, you know, I haven't, and I don't really. It's like they don't have to necessarily intersect for me. Like I think a lot of people do martial arts, and they're like, I want to use it. If it happens, that's great. If it doesn't, um, you know, uh, what you know, it's fine. But I thought that there, I always thought what would be really cool is there's a Golden Boy written by Clifford Odette. Yes, Rick of course. Clay. I thought it'd be cool to modernize that and make it mixed martial arts. That was always something I had in the back of my head when I get that trajectory where I can, you know, get my own stuff, you know, uh, made uh, easily or more easily. Um, I always thought that would be a really great reinvention of that. I think that's actually brilliant. I think it's, I, I love I love that play, and I think that would be a, I, I think that'd be utterly brilliant. Yeah, and the reason I ask is there are certain skills that like like if I'm if I if I if I'm writing a character who has to play guitar or piano or smoke or fight, it's good to know that that actor can do it because I can always tell when they can't or like hit a baseball. Exactly. Golf is another one. You know, someone's yeah. playing a golfer. You can always tell when somebody doesn't. I would be like, yeah. doesn't have a golf. Yeah. So but they cut like, away real quick as soon as that club starts to go back. Yeah, exactly. So the fact, but, and fighting is a real big one of those. It's like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, it, you know, when you watch like, um, you know, I, 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 it, it, that is such a part of sort of like Hong Kong cinema. It's like, you know, you had to be kind of trained in the, you know, even the women had to be really trained yeah. in, in, in those, in those martial arts and be able to act. So I was just, I was just curious if that had come, come down the pike or, but the Odettes, I mean, boy, that would be a really, that just be really uh that's a high class way to bring mixed martial arts to the masses. I think it is because I think that there's such a parallel be- between um stuff that happened in the depression and the, and then just trajectory of how the world's gone, and I think that there could be some some definite uh, parallels made that yeah. would make it a really cool modernized version of that. I think it's an amazing play. I've always wanted to do that as a play anyway. Done a lot of scenes from it, um, but. Yeah, that was always something like I always thought that would be really cool. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. I want to see that. So, so anybody, let's do it. Let's make that happen. I was gonna say Rob McElhaney, who's like Rob, is a big mixed martial arts guy. Oh, that's true. Yeah, do you know him? From from Always Sunny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know him personally. I, I I'm a fan of him. Yeah, uh, and he looks great now. He's so ripped. Yeah, he's the he, he's big into all the jujitsu and yeah. all. Like, yeah, he's. No, I love that he went from that one season where he just inexplicably put on 40 pounds or something and was really fat. And yeah, then, I mean, and he came back he from that season. It. He, that's what was his whole thing. He's like, I'm going to gain like 40, 50 pounds and I'm not gonna address it. Address it the whole and then I'm going to get completely <laughs> cut and not like really address it that much either. That's amazing. That's so funny. Yeah. But yeah. I feel jujitsu has become kind of like the new, I don't know, uh, Pilates or yoga, but for like people in Hollywood, it's, it's become quite popular. You know, you have a lot people doing it and a lot of it's starting to show up where it didn't as first at first in fight scenes you see a lot of jujitsu in like john wick now yeah. and like other movies like that where they're using which is cool because 
I didn't get to see that what I do represented on screen for a long time. And then, you know, you have, you have a lot of cool projects like a uh, warrior with Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. I really enjoyed. Oh, that's cool. You know what else was like, one of my favorite shows? I mentioned it here before. It was a, a, a gem that actually, I wish more people would go find on Amazon from a few years back. Um, Patriot, which is like, it's, it's, oh. it's, just, it's a brilliant, brilliant show. But like in the very first episode that you actually, he actually runs into a bunch of Brazilians and you sort of see that slow hugging move where they're like on top of, it's like, yeah. And, and it's sort of thrown away. It's by, by the way, you need to watch Patriot. It's the funniest. I, I, I'm getting ahead of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> but how, how bad did COVID hurt that industry? Cause I stopped, you know, going to my boxing training, like when everything locked down, like, when you have to be in someone's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that a lot of um, a lot of places really suffered. Yeah. Unfortunately, the place uh, I'm at, they, I feel like more than recovered now. And even, you know, in the recovering, haven't had a crazy amount of cases uh, pop up from it. Uh, but, you know, what I did was I definitely felt my mental health sliding at a certain point through the pandemic. So, me and kind of a little small group of friends. We all did. Too. Um, <laughs> you know, Eddie being one of them, we would get together. You know, we're like, okay, there's a few of us and we're responsible people. Yeah. We'd get together and do jujitsu in our friend's backyard uh, where he had like a whole mat set up. Because at a certain point, I'm like, I'm either going to, you know what? Like, I got, I got to do something. I'm either going to 100% not do well or, yeah. you know, I, I got to get back out and doing that. And when I did, I saw an immediate turnaround in um, how I felt. Yeah. Sure. It, no, they go it, hand in hand. It it makes a huge difference. I know, like during that time, I, remember I would text with Eddie too, and just be like, yeah. "I'm about to throw myself out the window." And he's like, yeah, go, yeah. Go run, go! Like he just kept telling me to do things because it yeah. it was really so mentally like what a mind fuck the whole thing yeah. was, you know. And all of a sudden, you wake up every day. I'm like, why am I panicked? Like I missed my yeah. alarm or something. Like, yeah, like heart racing, and I'm like, I have nothing to do. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late for a flight, but I don't have one. Why? What yeah. happened? I'm like, someone who loves doing nothing and sitting on my couch, and it took the joy out of that for me. Yeah, it's like so, <laughs> I was doing that active. Yeah, yeah. you wanted yeah. you wanted to do it when it wasn't you know the thing to do, and then it became the thing to yeah. do. And like, yeah, I'm yeah, it's like I'm oh wow, okay, I've had enough. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was like oh cool, we all have a month off, fun, we're all doing it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. and then we'd all bounce back. And I'm like, okay, Wait. two months, that's fine. I can do two months. Yeah. Okay, enough of this already. Yeah, and, it was cool and, through like Tiger King, you know, and then it was getting a little <laughs> much after that. I, <laughs> I actually, when I was just the other day when I was doing stand up, I was like, I feel like I watched Tiger King like 30 years ago. Like it feels like, yeah, it doesn't it feel like it was so long ago. I can't believe it was a year, like a year, like it's crazy that it was that, that it's, yeah, it does. Yeah. It feels like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a perfect segue, by the way. Yes. Um, for us to so dive in. Let's dive into the stuff we like. So on this show, we kind of talk about things we're watching, things we've yeah. loved since we got us through the pandemic. It could be anything. Um, what anything anything that uh, you love and recommend that? Uh, um... Yes, Bodyguard. Uh, it was a BBC show. It's on Netflix now. Um, the guy I'm from really, the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. I love that guy. Rob Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Richard Matt. I mean, he's going to be, I mean, now he's a star in Eternal. He's going to be gigantic. He was so good. And it's only one season, you know, but it was amazing performance. And like, if you like, you know, that type of action drama, it was, thought, it was phenomenal. 
I thought it was great. I love yeah. that. I forgot about that. I saw that when it first came out, but yes, that was amazing. Really. Yeah, I was, I'm super late on things. So I saw that during, you know, the, the quarantine time. Right. And I was like, you know what, this is one of, one of the best pilots I've seen and one of the best kind of like through lines of a show. Um, and the performances were amazing. So I'm, I was a big fan of that. That kind of like reinvigorated me during a time when I feel like I was like feeling creatively kind of stuck. And um, let's see, what else did I watch? Nothing. Oh, uh, I saw the most recent thing because I haven't really, I've been flying every weekend. I'm doing like uh, Comic-Con again. But like um, Free Guy, I really liked. I got to see that. It's really good. It's Ryan Reynolds. It's um, oh. it's like he's like in a. It's basically like an extra character in a like a, a non like non action player uh, like character in a like video game. Oh right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the thing about it is, it's um, it like I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks whatever. But then I saw it and I was like, this is awesome. Has a lot of heart. It's really good uh big fan of that um but yeah like i'm not up on the recent stuff i haven't seen dune yet i really me want to me too i've seen that one yet i'm dying to i say. love everything that director does so like prisoners and um he was yeah. enemy the one that was jake gyllenhaal with the twins and he just um he crushes it he's so good he's so good yeah uh, i'm trying to think what have i seen um okay so i just finished I, 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 for some reason, was elected to it. I, I didn't think I was going to like it. I really loved it. it was uh, Only Murders in the Building. I told you. I heard you. that's great. I took I, your advice. I took, a, I, and uh, holy shit, it is just a delight. Why? Yeah, my, mom, my mom's been trying to get me to watch. My mom called me and was like, you know, you need to watch this. You'll love it. I don't uh, know what my head is really on point. Martin Short you? I know. <laughs> the whole time I was watching, I was like, why is Martin Short Danny? He's like, totally well, being me. He's a hundred percent. I was like, has he been shadowing you? And you didn't I know. know. I, I know it really did feel that way. It was, <laughs> well, our, I didn't want to say it until you watched it, but I was our like, whole so affect is exactly the same in this thing. If I close do, my do eyes, you know him? I, I mean, I met him, but I don't know him well. Yeah, I, I met him. Know well, he did so a modern like, family. And, take it off you. Yeah, no, no, he couldn't. It was just like, that is really my affect. I don't know. I found it was really great. And I thought like, it was a weird chemistry, yeah. not in a sexual way, but in a really good way between Selena Gomez and Steve Martin. Yeah. Like, like I believe that weird chemistry. I thought all of the stupid little twists were like really well designed. And, and then Nathan uh, Lane rolls up. Nathan <laughs> Lane is you know, fantastic at the yeah. backstory. And they also, the shifting narrator, yeah. every it was brilliant. Um, yeah, I was a, I, I was a, 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 a I, was, I found it really just super yeah. charming. I was no, like, it was it was so enjoyable. But I had been telling you for weeks, like you have, I had, to watch, you have to watch I, it. And so I'm, I'm glad you finally did. So, so like, the Selena Gomez casting was perfect because you have these older dudes, and yeah. they're gonna get Selena's fan base. Like, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, but they really had this weird chemistry. <laughs> like it was this sweet, endearing. Like I don't know. It was, I thought it was fantastic. It was beautiful. And even like the little fantasy sequences and it was all like, it was just, it was stylistically. Was that shot at the Dakota? I think it was. And I, that gate is like from the Dakota, right? I yeah. think it, I think it was. And I also love that they use the music, like the serial podcast. It completely. That doo, doo. <laughs> just that piano. Yeah. yeah. And like, and also, yeah. And, um, and, um, and, and Tina Fey playing sort of the, 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 the like Sarah Koenig, the Koenig yeah. character. And so, so, um, so brilliant. Um, 
What else? I'm trying to think if I've seen anything. Succession. Else. Succession. Oh, boom. I love Succession. I'm so how happy. Great has, how great have these first two episodes been? So good. I have. Okay, so I'm not in the new season. I just got through the first uh, two. Uh, but I need to. I need to get on. I just love that show. The third, I need to watch. The third season just had the two episodes now. Two episodes. Okay. Have you, you seen it yet? Okay. Cool. I I watched. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching. It's I just thought for not to spoil. I just gonna spoil nothing. Don't worry. Don't in, worry. In, ep, in, ep, in last night's in this weekend's episode, there was a phone call between Shiv and Tom. <laughs> that was like the most dysfunctional relationship. It's I love you phone call. Yeah. That was like, it was so brilliantly written and performed. Yeah. I, 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 it's also, that show is so fucking funny. Yeah. So Kieran Culkin, the is, woman character, I could just watch a whole show of him just. Yeah, Kieran with the older woman too. It's like, that, that yeah, old... oh my God, that's so wild. Like, I love it. I think he's so amazing. It was such great casting getting Kieran Culkin for that. So, you know, I don't think anyone can play that part better than him. Yeah, and, 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 and Cousin Greg is just one of my favorites. He made a little oh, cameo yeah. on SNL last week. It, so, I mean, it's such a good show. Did you see uh, the episode of Curb last night? I did. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really funny, and I love that that, what's her name, Charlotte Newhouse? Is that? You know, did you ever see Idiot Sitter with Jillian Bell? And Charlotte, oh, okay. You know the, okay, the girl that he has auditioned to be- Oh, born. yes, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that actress is her oh, name. She's great. She's really, really funny. And apparently she's going to be in like several episodes. Oh, it's, yeah, she, I thought, I thought she was great. I thought, that, I thought that plot twist didn't make a ton of sense, but um, I thought like, wait, you're, he's blackmailing you for the brother who broke into the house who trashed right. the budget. Like, I, I thought that was a little bit of a stretch. But I still uh, spoilers, I guess. But whatever, it's 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 worth seeing. I thought yeah, that worth was seeing. What, what else? I watched. Okay, I don't know if you've seen you on Netflix. Yeah, it's not my fave, but I, I know everybody loves it. it no, it's it, it's not something that you're gonna be like, oh my god, like Succession. It's not. Yeah. Like, we're, but it's something that will. It's so ridiculous and will hold your attention. Yeah. And then like, if you even think like this is getting stupid, we'll do something. And you're like, all right, I'll. I'll keep, <laughs> I'll stick with you a little longer. It, it takes you on these weird, it's like these, basically a serial yeah. killer and who's a likable serial killer. <laughs> but I just finished that. And um, I did watch the Chappelle special. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't yet. Is it, I haven't. Is it good? I, yeah. It, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Chappelle. Like yeah. he's a great standup. He's one of my favorite standups, but it's just that that you, you know, this is my question and is i haven't not, seen it an hour of that like i understand 10 minutes of it right i, I, I have no sacred cows about it mm-hmm. but I, I i i don't know there, like when I, I i'm watching this sort of like Chappelle um and um what's the uh australian comics name um oh hannah gadsby hannah gadsby it's like this is the most this is the least interesting feud i've ever listened yeah. to like I, just, <laughs> I literally don't care both of you are going to be fine it's like whatever whatever is happening is gonna like you're like Chappelle is like doing this challenge in front of an audience full of people making millions still. Right. You know, people are allowed to criticize you. You're not really being canceled. You have like yeah. the same thing. And then on the other side, it's like, this guy's telling jokes, saying your piece of mind. You know, it's like, stop acting like this is like, a, you know, I, I just, it's, 
it's it's a total loss of common sense. Of, I, I I can't stand people screaming about cancel culture, but I also yeah. can't stand those who actually are like cancel, cancel, cancel. So it's yeah, like, yeah. It, it's a it's a weird mix because you want to just go like, okay, don't watch it if you don't. Bobcat like Goldthwait yeah. posted a brilliant post on it was on his Instagram. Yeah, I saw that. Where he and it was like he summed up how I felt about it. He's like, and it was like, and basically he was not like necessarily, he wasn't like, he wasn't like taking Chappelle's side at all. Yeah. He, he was like, he was like, you're not really a victim in this. Just calm yeah. down. It was amazing. Pharrell, the hilarious standup, we've had him on the podcast. I saw he had posted a bit where he was like, somebody shouted out, you know, like, you know, Dave Chappelle's canceled. And he's like, Dave Chappelle made like 20 million for that special. And he's <laughs> at arenas right now. He was like, if he was canceled, he would be performing here at this comedy club. You said that? <laughs> Sam Morell. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I I wanna... like, that, that summed it up perfectly. It's like, yeah, can't really, he's, you really think he's canceled? No, he's I, at I, an arena right now. Like, I mean, we're wrapping up, Jonathan, but do you want to say anything to get yourself canceled really quickly? Yeah. No, I'm good right now. I'd like to work. Are you sure? So you're, okay, so because this is your chance, things like uh, Holocaust never happened. Now's a great time. Um, no, no, okay, I'm definitely, no, definitely okay. not my demo. Uh, no, John, no, I'm good. Love and peace to everybody. Yeah. I love everybody. I absolutely love them. And uh, I look forward to being employed more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and actually, if you could see Jonathan's face, you can actually tell. I know he's doing a bit right now, but he really is a good guy. I don't. Yeah. Think, I can already tell. Like you do not. You don't have a lot of malice in your heart, do you? Yeah. You know, I try not to. I've seen a lot of people get jaded by living out here in LA, or also doing what I do, and just being, you know, in the entertainment industry. And I, I look at those people, and I'm like, I never want to be like that. Like I have that in. Me. I have the knowledge of, of that in me, and I have the depth of uh, and the vulnerability in me but i don't want to be a better person i refuse to not believe that the best things can happen for you know for me and for the people i care about i think that's fantastic and that's actually pretty good advice for you doing it nation jonathan thank you for joining us this is thank you for having me an absolute (laughs) blast um and thank you to our audience if you're liking the show comment subscribe smash buttons as they say um tell your friends yeah absolutely but thank you doing it nation we'll see you next week next week talk to you next week bye